Welcome to Worldwide Wonderful Women, a podcast for your living in divine power when yours is diminished. A podcast where encouragers receive encouragement. We understand these are hard times. You may find that it is becoming more of a challenge for you to remain strong as you give of yourself continuously. That's why this is the place to join other women globally who face the same challenges as you. So join us regularly to receive biblical insight not to faint, but to stand strong. This is the podcast to be rejuvenated and revitalized. Now, let's join our host, Paula Harris. Hello again. This is episode number 148 of Worldwide Wonderful Women. And the title of this episode is The Bride of Christ, Part 2. Much attention was given to the royal wedding of Prince Harry to Meghan Markle in May. In light of that, I thought that we would look at how the Jewish wedding is a picture of what God, the Father, is doing with Christ and the church. You see, in the Bible, Christ represents the bridegroom, and the church, made up of all believers, represent the bride of Christ. If you are single, divorced, or a widow, this inspiration for this month is still for you because it's for all believers. And also, if you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, it's important for you to know who Jesus is as the bridegroom and to make sure that you're included in this wedding ceremony as well. Now, as I said last week, today's modern wedding ceremonies, even including the Jewish wedding ceremony today, is much different from the ancient Jewish marriage ceremony. And you need to understand the ancient Jewish marriage ceremony to be able to understand what it means for us as believers being the bride of Christ. So again, although these different steps of the ancient Jewish wedding ceremony can be explained in different ways, I have looked at different resources and am trying to share with you at least some of the general steps that many agree with were the major elements within this ancient Jewish ceremony. So I want to share with you another step this week regarding the Jewish wedding and show you how it relates to Christ, the bridegroom, and the church, his bride. So the step for this week, the next step that we want to look at in regarding to the ceremony, is the preparation. During this time of preparation, the son returns to his father's house and prepares the bridal chamber, which meant that he was separated from his bride for at least 12 months. And it's during this time that he prepared the living accommodations for his wife. Now, as stated, this step could last for at least a year, but could also last for many years, especially if the arrangement, which we talked about last week, was made when the bride and groom were only children. This is the period of time that the bride is being trained and prepared to take on the role of a wife, and she prepares herself to be a fitting wife for her mate. 
This is a period of time that she is observed for her purity. That is why the betrothal always lasted for a minimum of one year to allow at least a full nine months to pass to make sure at the time of the betrothal that the wife was a virgin. If she gave birth before the year is up, then it is known that she was in a state of immorality. The application of this step of preparation to the bride of Christ and the church is that the bride is even now in the process of being perfected for the groom. That's what's taking place with us right now as the bride of Christ. We are being prepared for the groom. Second Corinthians chapter 11 verse 2 says, For I am jealous over you with a godly jealousy, for I have espoused you to one husband, that I may present you as a chaste virgin to Christ. Paul states that the church has been espoused or betrothed to one husband. The goal is that she might be prepared a pure virgin to Christ. She is now in the period of preparation where the bride is being prepared to become a fitting wife for her husband. When that day comes, she will be presented as a pure virgin to Christ. Isn't that something? Ephesians chapter 5 verse 26 to 27 says that he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of water by the word that he might present to himself a glorious church not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing but that it should be holy and without blemish. Then verse 29 states, For no man ever yet hated his own flesh, but nourisheth and cherisheth it, even as the Lord the church. So according to verse 26, the church, talking about us, is now undergoing a process of sanctification. The word sanctification means to be set apart. So the church is now being set apart for Christ to eventually, in accordance with 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 2, to be presented as a pure virgin to Christ. Furthermore, when you look at verse 26, it points out that she is being cleansed by this means of sanctification. The means of sanctification is by the washing of water with the word. It is not by water baptism, but by the water of the word of God. As the church becomes more and more conformed to what the word of God teaches, she becomes more and more that virgin to be presented to him. That's why our ministry, TWM, is so focused on sharing the word of God through various resources. So please check our website out given at the end of this podcast. Verse 27 gives the purpose for the process of sanctification in verse 26. The purpose for this process of sanctification is to present the church a glorious church. This is just another way of saying what he said in 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 2, that the intent is to present the church as a pure virgin to Christ. Here it is put in terms of being presented as a glorious church. 
He then gives four characteristics of a glorified church. First, it will have no spot. Second, there will be no wrinkle. Third, it will be holy. Fourth, there will be no blemish. The time that this is going to take place ultimately and finally is at the judgment seat of Christ, where the members of the church in this judgment will have the wood, hay, and stubble burned away, and the gold, silver, and precious stones purified by the fire of judgment. Now, we're not going to be judged as the church on the basis of our salvation. When we receive Jesus as our Lord and Savior, no one can take our salvation away. But the wood, hay, and stubble, and so forth, represent our works and the things that we have done for Christ while living here on earth. Then in verse 29, he reveals one way that the church is being made into a glorious church. The church is being nourished, meaning the church is being built up and given strength. And then also the church is being cherished, meaning there's tender care and warmth and tenderness. So since the ascension of Jesus following his resurrection, He has been at the Father's house preparing the bridal chamber. John chapter 14 verse 1 to 3 says, Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself, that where I am, there you may be also. Now that should bless all of our hearts, knowing that our bridegroom, Jesus, is preparing a special place for us, even now, and will one day come to gather us home. This is a promise to all Christians. So if you do not know Jesus as your Savior, please go to our website given at the end of this podcast and make sure that you too will be in this wedding ceremony. Until we are able to gather again and to understand and learn more about this wedding ceremony with our bridegroom Jesus, understand how precious you are before his sight. And smile, Jesus loves you. Thank you for listening to Worldwide Wonderful Women. We trust you enjoyed the program. Please take a moment to leave us a good rating and review on iTunes to help us continually encourage others around the globe. We also invite you to go to TWMforJesus.org. That's T-W-M like in Mary, F-O-R-J-E-S-U-S dot O-R-G to download your free gift and see other resources to help you live in divine power. And oh, don't forget to tell your friends. Until next time, be strong and of good courage.